Welcome to the Fanboy MMA Podcast, Sunday Savagery Edition. This is where I take a look back at the weekend's MMA action. These are some thoughts of mine from this weekend's Bellator 224 and UFC Sacramento cards. We'll start with uh, Bellator 224, which happened on Friday night. Um, Featherweight champion Julia Budd defended her strap in fashionable fashion. Amazing. She ended it she ended it pretty quickly in the first round with a vicious body kick. Then she went to the her ground and pound and just ended it. Um she might be the best flyweight the best featherweight in the world. Um I found it really interesting that she called out two fighters in her post-fight interview. One was Leslie Leslie Smith, who also won her fight by unanimous decision. And then she also called out Gabby Garcia to fight her in Ryzen. I think the Gabby Garcia one is definitely intriguing just because Julia Budd needs a step up in competition. And Gabby Garcia is massive and is bigger than Julia Budd by a lot of pounds. Whereas Leslie Smith is not fighting at her natural weight, but she's still doing very well at 145. Uh, she did she did pretty good in her first fight in two years. Um, she ended up winning by unanimous decision, but I thought that was an interesting call out for Julia Budd it just shows that how good that is in the Bellator featherweight division. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of people to, to fight anymore. She just runs through them. So we'll see what happens next with Julia Budd. And she, she might be the best featherweight in the world. That's including Amanda Nunes. I know it's tough because Amanda Nunes is so damn good, and she's a double double champion in the UFC. But we don't know what's going to happen, what would happen if they actually fought each other right now in their primes as champions. We don't know. Maybe Julia Budd would win. Maybe Amanda Nunes would get another knockout, quick knockout. We don't know. All right, moving on to Juliana Velasquez. She was dominant in her win where she ended the fight in the second round with punches. Um, there's not much to say other than give her a title fight against flyweight queen Elimile McFarlane. Velasquez is a competitor, and she's vicious, striking, vicious. McFarlane might have the advantage on the ground, but Velasquez has the advantage on the and striking. McFarlane is probably the best flyweight in the world, I would say. But Velasquez is up there now. She's just dominating and doing so well. That's an intriguing matchup. And actually, McFarlane knows that Velasquez is coming. She definitely knows. She's on notice now. Uh, Ed Ruth 
won his won his fight. Um, he bounced back from his first loss, where he ended he ended uh, he ended the fight with a knee and then with punches. At this point, he's still growing in the sport of MMA, but I think he should be on everybody's radar of one to watch. He's he's a competitor, very good wrestler, outstanding wrestler at Penn State, one of the be the best the best wrestling school in, in the world. Um, now he's in MMA and he's doing well, striving. So he's definitely one to watch. Arlene Blanco, it only took her 22 seconds to end the fight with punches. Maybe she's the one that's the next in line for a title shot against Julia Bud. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what uh, Bellator does now with Julia Bud. Arlene Blanco definitely looked good, and I mean, there's not much to say. She ended the fight in 22 seconds. Stockton, Stockton boy, yeah, AJ Agazarm. I'm definitely saying that he's a Stockton boy now. He's training out of Stockton at Nick, the Nick Diaz Academy. So I'm definitely owning him now. He's ours. He Stockton, AJ Agazarm is, is ours. One of the best grapplers in the world. Now he's in MMA and he finally got and he got his first win. Um, at this stage of his career, he won the way that he should win by a first round rear naked choke. Um, we'll see where Bellator takes him now. AJ Argazon. Very, very intriguing to watch, to watch him. All right, moving on to UFC Sacramento. It only took 16 seconds for Jermaine Durandamy to knock out Aspen Ladd. Was it an early stoppage? It's a possibility. I don't know. I, I think Herb Dean was just doing his job. Could Aspen Ladd have taken a little bit more punishment and maybe rolled over and got back up and scrambled and got back up? We don't know. Because the fight's over now. All we know is that she took a hard shot that knocked her on her onto the mat, and Herb Dean didn't want to see any more. He didn't want her to take any more damage, and Lad had a tough had a tough weight cut. Um, she did not look good going into into the weigh-ins. So what is next for Jermaine Durandamy? I think it's Amanda Nunes for the Bantamweight title. Um, that's such a good fight, the rematch. What's next for Aspen Ladd? Making weight or, go, or going up in weight class to 145. Uh, she just looked depleted and then she got knocked out within seconds of the fight starting. So, not a good look. But Jermaine Durandamy, still proving that she's one of the best strikers in, in MMA. All right, so the California kid is back, Uriah Faber. He took a vintage Uriah Faber, WEC champion Uriah Faber, 
with a knockout in the first round, 46 seconds into the fight. Um, this was a straight throwback, throwback Uriah Faber. It, it's inter- it'll be interesting to see where they where the UFC goes with Uriah Faber now. Um, given that he, he was this was his first fight in two years and he was retired. I don't know, he said that he wants to fight Henry Cejudo in a post fight interview. That's a stretch. I don't see that happening yet because Henry Cejudo has people lined up. Um Uriah Faber just came back. And he's not, he's not there yet, I don't think. But there is Dominic Cruz who also needs a fight at some point. That is a good and intriguing fight to me. I think the UFC should match up Dominic Cruz in your right favor. And then the winner of that fight get Henry Cejudo at some point. Probably, ne- probably next year, 2020. Uh, but the California kid is back and looked great. <laughs> Very fast, 46 seconds. Had the, had the hometown crowd pumped up, and he was pumped up and phenomenal. It's good seeing Uriah Faber back. Uh, Josh Emmett is an absolute killer. He stunned Merced Bektik with a jab, and then finished it with a ground and pound. Um, that is now two straight wins for Emmett, knocking his opponents out. I believe that he needs to fight in the top ten. I think he's only getting older now. He's 34. He needs – this is his time is now. If they're going to make a – if he's going to make a, a push for the championship or for a title fight – it needs to happen right now and happen fast. He, he should get another fight in in 2019 this year on one of the later cards of the year. But he definitely needs another fight soon so that he can so that he can prove that he's ready for a championship fight. Um, Marvin Vittori and Cesar Fajaya. Uh, that was a hell of a fight. Vittori got the decision, but man, those two, those two dudes threw down. It went unanimous decision to Vittori. But man, hell of a fight. Uh, Vittori actually called out Paulo Costa at the end at the pre-fight or post-fight interviews, <laughs> and that's a damn good and beefy matchup right now. Um, I would love to see that fight happen. Two bangers going at it in Costa and Vittori. We'll see. How about that right hook from Andre Feely? Damn. He just he just nailed. Nailed his opponent. Fucked him up, to be honest. Uh Shaman Morais, who who was favored to win that fight. But, man, Andre, Andre Philly took a right hook and then the ground and pound finishes, finished Marias. Impressive, considering that he was at home, too. Um, 
Jonathan and that Jonathan Martinez knee. That was crazy. That was a beautiful knee. Beautiful. Juliana Pena and uh, Nico Montano put on a hell of a scrap. Um, it went the full three rounds. It went to a split decision with uh, Juliana Pena winning, winning the fight. Um, it'll be interesting to see where the what the UFC does with both of the both Montano and Pena. Uh, we'll see if Montano goes down and goes back down to 125 rather than fighting 135 where she was the champion um, and Pena. We'll see. She was a title contender at one point. We'll see if she gets a title shot eventually again. Uh, Brianna Van Buren, the Invicta strawweight champion. She's a damn spark plug. She might be piney, but she's ferocious. She, she lands punches. She lands kicks. She gets the takedown. She just is everywhere. She's in, you're, she's in the face of her opponent. She uh, she's not to be slept on. This girl is one to watch, and if you're not watching, y'all are missing out. All in all, this was a fe- fun weekend for fights from two of MMA's top promotions, Bellator and the UFC. We saw a champion do champion things. That was Julie Bud, and a former champion with top-notch striking, do what she does best, knock people out. That was Jermaine Durandamy. We saw Uri Faber come back after two years in a retirement and in the fight. Um, there were other knockouts and possibly an early stoppage, which was Aspen Ladd, uh, which is actually highly debatable as well. But you cannot debate much because it's over it's done what's the debate gonna do there's really not much that a debate can do at this point but these are the these are these type of fights that we've seen this weekend are the reason why we come back every weekend the savage the savagery this is why we watch mma this is why we watch MMA every weekend, no matter what happens in our lives. The savagery. Thank you for listening to the Fanboy MMA podcast, the Sunday Savagery edition. Have a great night. Peace.